Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities. So do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three-month plan equivalent to $15 per month required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of An Earful Podcast. On this episode, we are joined by Ryan McCombs of Soil and Drowning Pool. We caught up with Ryan in November of 2019 on his acoustic tour. We go into how the decision of an acoustic tour came to be, previously touring with Static X and living in the UK and much more. Before I let you enjoy the episode, don't forget you can still get your tickets for Raiders and Cutting Teeth tour. We'll be there in the Manchester date. Make sure you go get your tickets. And don't forget you can also get your tickets for the Burn It Down Festival. More bands will be announced shortly. So get your tickets while you can. Anyway, back to the episode. Enjoy this one. This is Ryan McCombs. Alright, so we are here with Ryan McCombs, known for Droning Pool and Soil. How are we doing today, sir? I'm doing all right. We made it here with no like serious accidents or anything. I wasn't really sure because the the driver actually ran into something in the parking lot oh, wow. of the place where we rented the van at to get right. up here. Yeah. So I didn't think that was a good start, but we we <laughs> did make it here with all of our limbs and all that. So no damage to the car or anything. <laughs> or minor. Not that won't. Not nothing that won't, won't buff out. No. It'll buff. It'll, it all buffs. That's not bad, not bad. Have you been in Manchester just for the today? Did you say overnight or just overnight? Yeah, just for the show tonight and then on to uh, York tomorrow. Oh, cool, cool. So you've obviously just come off the tour with Static X. Yes, we managed to catch you uh, when you last played in Manchester. It was insane. The atmosphere was amazing. How did you find that tour? That was a great tour. I mean, it was fun because we go back with Static so long ago. Yeah, we did, yeah. We did tours with them back in the early 2000s with Wayne and everything. So it was cool to be back out with Tony and, and Ken and uh, just seeing those guys again yeah. and hearing them. It, yeah. was, it was odd the, the first couple of nights hearing those songs again. It kind of made me feel like I shed about 18 yeah. years. But <laughs> regretfully, I woke up the next morning and still had a hard time getting up. So it was, <laughs> it was, it was just a feeling. It wasn't reality. Uh, what did you think of? Um, do you think it, in terms of like the some sort of new lineup to it? Do you think that he still held up like all the material, like the old stuff from the first album? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Zero did a great job, night in and night out. Yeah. And and you're talking about Ken J and and uh, and, and Tony and and I'm I'm not going to butcher the guitar player's name which i will if no. i try so but they got those guys are just lovely human yeah. beings to begin with no, but no, yeah totally. hearing them they were spot on every night yeah. like we said because uh we when we reviewed the album back when we did a previous episode with the guys um and they mentioned as well like, it was literally like going back to a throwback to like early 2000s just the atmosphere of that show was just unreal like it was, it was just yeah. raw pure energy from it. it was amazing it was it was an awesome experience to be a part of it yeah Totally. So, um, what was the reason behind doing an acoustic show like tour, like, and how does it compare to touring with Soil? I've, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. I've toyed with the idea for like 15 years. 
So you've never done but it before? No. This no. is the first time that I actually got brave enough or dumb enough or the combination of the two <laughs> yeah. to, to actually try it. And we did a handful of shows at the beginning of the year yeah. that ended up just being like everything that I wanted to get from it, like the response. Yeah. The, the response that I heard back, the response that I saw online was exactly what I was looking for. Just yeah. people were saying, you know, I've been listening to this music for 20 years, but I feel like I heard some of these songs for the first time. Because the songs are completely broken down. I mean, you'll hear yeah. it tonight. It's, it, it's not metal. It's, yeah. it's these songs that I've been playing for 20 years plus. Yeah. But they're done in a way that, for me, is really cool because I can kind of express the lyrics in a different manner. I was going to say, does it bring a lot more meaning to this song like for yourself? Maybe not more meaning, but different. Yeah, I can different kind of, feeling. I can kind of get more From connected it. to this. I've been singing these lyrics for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And, and as much fun as you have live on stage yeah. with Soil and, and in the years I was with Drowning Pool, yeah. it's cool the fact that people give me the time of day and come out to the shows and I'm, I get to do this for a living. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. But then to do these songs in a completely broken down manner yeah. in a way that hits me in a different way and be able to share that and some of the stories behind some of the songs, it's, just, it's a really cool atmosphere and really what I was hoping for. So it's been cool. Yeah. I think you've had tend to find like with our band, like when we've done like alternative and different versions of our material, like where we're just playing it acoustic and stuff like that. Just having that difference gives it a new look of pain. Right. Even just like putting it in a different part of the set and how it flows from one song to the other and stuff like that. I think that difference definitely gives it sometimes a bit of new life and it, stuff like it that. It does. The, the weird thing for me was doing this at the beginning of the year, then going and doing the Static X tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I caught myself like the first show, like. The, the, the way I deliver the lines are completely different now in the, yeah, the acoustic right. versions. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I found myself like opening my mouth and my head was still stuck in acoustic mode. <laughs> I was like, oh, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> that doesn't fit one bit. So where was you doing your acoustic shows at the beginning of the year? Was it uh, in the US or the UK it was, well? Everything's been in the UK. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. I live hmm. here now, so it's easier. Right? Yeah. Whereabouts are you, are you doing so for you? Swindon. Oh. All right, okay, yeah. cool. I always, I always wanted to retire in England. I always thought I was going to retire in York someday. Yeah. But yeah. then I met a, a lovely lady that was dumb enough to actually marry me. <laughs> and it's amazing because she's actually a brilliant person. But, uh, but somehow something got twisted in her head and she said yes. And, <laughs> and I ended up moving to Swindon a lot, to England a lot quicker than I ever thought I was. Right. was it, did you feel like it was a big change? Obviously. It's about saying the obvious way. Do you say like in terms of like uh, scenery, environment, stuff like that? I've been coming over about once a year for the past twenty some years touring, yeah. so that's why I knew I wanted. To, I always wanted to end up in England someday. Um, so I, I love the atmosphere. I love the 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 people really. Just the, yeah. the the attitude. The and it's so weird for me because it's like you, all the UK could fit in Texas. I, I believe. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yet there's so many different uh, accents and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started managing bands when I first came over uh, to live. And one of the bands I was working with at the time was from Wales. Right. And holy. <laughs> yeah, it throws you off. <laughs> <laughs> they would come in and they'd see the confusion on my face. and They'd look at each other and be like, slow down, slow down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, and the slang is so different from one location to another too yeah. it's like completely yeah. different slang and I'm just learning one thing and all of a sudden there's new crap being thrown at me and I'm like lost completely it's like town to town is like a different yeah. dialect and different meanings for certain words and stuff like that it's it really makes ridiculous. me feel really old because <laughs> I, I find myself 
aged at this point in, in my life. And so I hear like the young kids today saying all this crazy yeah. stuff and trying to go, okay, I think that's what they mean. And then I come over here and talking to somebody from Wales or Scotland yeah. or yeah. Ireland and it's just like completely different slang and you're just going, yeah, I'm stupid. Even yeah. the change from like uh, further down to UK to like North. Uh, yeah, our drummer's from, uh, oh, he's from up North here. Um, where I can't, I, I couldn't even say it if, because when he says it, it sounds like he's just coughing up a hairball. <laughs> I, I don't even. Is he from but, Liverpool? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is unique, though. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, even he said he said something about his car today. Right. But I don't think he said car at all. It was car. He sounded like he was from <laughs> Boston for me. It was it was weird. So do you see a difference in crowds as well, like compared to like the US and the UK? Or, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the UK has always been great for soil. Yeah. It, it's been a neat experience for me through the years because soil was bigger over here and in some parts of Europe right. than they were in some parts of America. Yeah. And then Drowning Pool was much bigger in America than they were over here or right. in, in some parts of Europe. Yeah. So I've gotten to taste the best of both worlds through the years. That's good. I've always known like Soil to be obviously a well-known band. Like, so I remember like one of my first memories that like, we went to like a party or something like that, and then Halo was on in the background. I was like, "Damn, who's that band? That's something be so good." Oh, cool! Thank and you. And then from then it was like, "Oh, I need to find that band." And looked into them, and they were always like Soil was always present, and obviously the material like you made then, and then going into Drowning Pool and stuff like that. So it's always been a prominent thing. So is it strange to think that so is like I was like a different sort of audience in terms of in America than in in here, like in the UK? It, it is weird. I mean, I get it because the album came out in America on 9/11, like the 9/11. Right. And so people were scared to leave their houses, let alone uh, for anything no, totally, for work, yeah. let alone to leave their house to buy an album. Yeah. I mean, I remember we we had a sold-out show the day after the release of the album. We had a sold-out show in Toledo, Ohio. It had been sold out since the day the tickets went on sale. Fuck. And it wasn't that big of a venue. It was only like a 600 cap. Yeah. But it was sold out from the day the tickets were available. But yet, because it was the day after 9-11, three people showed up to the show. Wow. Whoa. So that was America. So we sold really well for that time. But selling well for that time was still crap. Right. So I understood why it was a hard sell in america and it yeah. took us a while yeah. whereas in the uk we came over here and our first show was sold out and it's been that way for us ever since it's wow. been really cool. Yeah. cool we were embraced from the get-go so it was, <laughs> it was easy to embrace back <laughs> so i know it's uh, it's been six years since the release of your last album um yes. is there any plans for another album there's a lot of talk there's a lot, there's of, a talk, lot yeah. of talk yeah um we're actually putting a budget together right now to go into the studio. Yeah. I was back in the States for about three months dealing with the spousal visa stuff to get taken care of. Yeah. After yeah. I got married. So I was stuck back there. And at that time, Adam and I, Adam, the guitar player for, for Soil, we sat and we, uh, we did a lot of writing at that time. So we got a lot right. of material. It was just a matter of getting it thrown out there. Yeah. Because I know you did the the greatest hits album, but you released the um, blues. It was like the Blues Brothers cover, right? It's just pretty uh, like that kind of like caught if, me off guard when you. If you would have told me, us too. I mean, really, <laughs> Tim, our bass player, Tim, came up with the idea. He's like, "Why don't we do a whole lot of love by uh, you know the blues?" 
I don't know who did it, but yeah, yeah. we yeah, all yeah. know it in America. Yeah, we all know it from the, the Blues, Blues Brothers. Brothers yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we're like, really? And it made sense in the aspect that the soul is a Chicago band, Blues Brothers, very yeah. Chicago, and everything. But we were like, I don't know. And then Adam took the music and kind of did. Here's what it would sound like if we did it. And we're like, all right, yeah, we can do that. That's cool. Yeah. So that it was, was awesome, weird. Yeah. What was really weird about though was the thing of the fact that we've been around for so long that we're doing a best of. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought really should have just been like 12 versions of Halo, really. So, as we previously mentioned to you just before we started doing this interview, uh, we have a segment called Pet Peeves. Pet Peeves. So, it's essentially, you can rant and rave about whatever you want. Um, There's so much. <laughs> just tell you us what, the topic what and then you we go the from there. This could turn into the longest interview ever. Here we go. <laughs> no. Real simple, I think, to make it easy, uh, people. Okay. Yeah. People, I mean, you think about, I mean, I'm old enough that when I was a kid, you said things like please and thank you and yes sir no ma'am yeah yeah that's you held doors open for people you and nowadays i can't help you you hold the door for somebody and they just walk by don't say a word no thanks no nothing i'm just like you know yeah i I agree 100 percent agree there's there's no politeness with people anymore there's no i people suck they i've said for a while people ruin everything (laughs) except for our fans they're beautiful (laughs) but but people in general, society today sucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, it just does. Well, it's one of those that everyone just gets, gets offended by like the slightest things as well. So you've got a oh. whole like generation of people where it's like, you can't say anything without getting judged or like. They're waiting to be yeah. offended. They, they wake yeah. up wanting to be offended yeah. so they so they can be the victim to something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They get wake up in the morning, like, hmm, what today can really offend me? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take anything. It, it's, no. no. I didn't like the way my Rice Krispies snap, crackled, and popped. <laughs> that sh- I really hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, it's just stupid. I, I miss the days where... <laughs> I People keep, are being hot-skinned. But, like, even TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, I remember, like, the, the, the movie Blazing Saddles. Yeah. It was so racist. Yeah. About everyone, it made fun of everyone, no matter the color of skin. Yeah. yeah. And everybody laughed at it, no matter their color of skin, because it made fun of everyone equally, and everybody yeah. laughed at it. But now you could never release Blazing Saddles in no. 2019. No, no. no. Like and there was that with Friends as well, weren't you? And uh, people were rewatching Friends because it got put on Netflix, and. Uh, they were like yeah. rewatching some of the scenes, and they were like, "Oh, this is a fed me now." Like, it's like, "What?" Yeah, Hang on a second, like, just, just suck it up or just go yeah, away. Yeah. Just, just. It's the only good thing that like, South Park's kind of maintained the way. That's the only. That's, that's the, the only thing, thing that hasn't changed. That's yeah, not been changed because of people's opinions. What's that? South Park. Oh yeah, they they aim to offend, <laughs> and I love that. I mean, it's great. <laughs> you are next. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way they do it too. I've never been like I don't watch it regularly or anything, but I love the concept where they don't start on a new episode until the week of it, basically. Yeah. yeah. So whatever's happening at the moment, they attack. Yeah. yeah. That, that's awesome. And I love <laughs> the way they attack it sometimes. Sometimes like it's straight on, yeah. but not so straight on that they can get in trouble. But everyone that has two yeah. ears and, yeah. a, and a pea-sized brain understands what the hell they're talking yeah. about. That's cool. It's like the... Um British program. Have you seen Mock the Week before? I have not. Right. So it's basically like um, it's like a game show as such where we like to get a lot of comedians on it, 
and they'll they'll film it pretty much within the week of when something in the news has happened. Right. And then they'll go make a joke or a sketch about such a certain topic that's happened with the main one being politics and stuff yeah. like that. Or something that a politician. Oh, they probably or just trash said. America with Trump, huh? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Well, we were um, speaking to uh, David Thornton. So, is it, have you watched the movie Terrifier? Like, he begins a horror, horror movie. I have not either. No. He's like, he plays his like evil killer client on it. And um, anyway, he was talking about uh, about the movie and everything too. And he was talking about him being on Twitter. And he got banned from Twitter recently for saying offensive things about Donald Trump. And they completely just chucked him off to it, and he's not allowed back on again. I can't remember what it was that he said, no, but it was the slightest thing, yeah. and that's it. They've like banned it. I was like, well, whatever happens to like freedom of speech, like you can't there even say no what you want online. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. It's, especially in the states, you're only free to say what you want depending on the the TV network that you're on. Right. Yeah. And most of the TV networks in America are left wing. Yeah. So you have to be very anti-Trump in America in order to have a voice in America. Yeah. Right. So. Which makes it really hard when you live in a in a place that isn't America. Yeah. Because somebody wants to say, "Oh, you're American. I'm going to talk politics with you." <laughs> yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. We we if we want to talk again later, we probably shouldn't go down that road. No, yeah. let's not. Let's not do that. Right. And then the last one. Um, obviously, we're, the other half of our podcast is all about horror films. So our question is, what is your favorite scary movie? This is going to be really weird because I don't watch them. Okay, that's fine. You got the only one. No, I I went to go see Saul two. This is how long ago it's been. Okay, there's what Saul forty seven now or something. Yeah, <laughs> I went to go see Saul two because we were on the soundtrack. Yeah. So right. and I was so tense through the whole movie that after the movie was done, I felt like I had been in a car wreck. I was like sore from watching. And I was like, I did not pay to feel this way. This is bullshit. I you, did, this you, is, you like dove straight in the deep end, though. That's probably like the most goriest, like bloodiest movie you could have gone into by I, watching. I felt, you know, I was like, I'm not doing it again. Now, I did just go see that uh, that movie that was about, like, what if Superman was real? Brightburn. Oh, Brightburn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did go see that because I'm a comic book geek and it was kind of related somehow. Right, yeah. But, yeah. but if I had to pick a horror movie, I would say I'd have to go back to the Hellraiser movies back when I was a young kid and I actually yeah. watched horror movies. Because yeah. I remember sneaking it into the house and yeah. watching it, you know, late at night, yeah. and then not wanting to leave the room that I was in <laughs> that I was watching it because there was going to be a skinned guy in the bathroom waiting on, on me. chains. Yes, <laughs> there was going to be a cinnabite waiting to take my soul <laughs> yeah. at some point. So I remember just that movie freaking me out as a kid. So I, yeah, Hellraiser. If I had to, yes, yeah. cool, cool. If I had to, and I do. So Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Well, Ryan, thank you very much for speaking to us, man. Uh, can't wait to see you set later on. Oh, uh, thanks for your time. Very well, much. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. Yeah. On. And enjoy no, your SC you. tour. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was episode 24 of an Earful podcast with Ryan McCombs. Hope you enjoyed this one. I know we did. And finally, don't forget you can get your tickets for Burn It Down Festival and the Raiders and Cutting Teeth Tour. Finally, don't forget you can follow us on all our social media at an Earful podcast. And if you'd like to request guests, fire away, send us a message and we'll see what we can do. Other than that, thank you. <laughs>